I've been watching Project Grizzly, and uh, here's a fun little song from it. Uh, this, is, this is purely Canadian. See, we do this sometimes. Three, four, Alberta bound. Alberta bound. It could be Alberta bound. Alberta bound. The boys are grizzly bound. Alberta bound. Alberta bound. I don't know if I brought this up before or not, but it bears worth repeating. First of all, the sun is coming through. These these trees are looking beautiful. Hello, antenna tree. Hi, antenna tree. Antenna tree. Antenna tree, antenna tree, antenna tree. Ooh, that's a song. Let's try. Antenna tree, antenna, 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 antenna tree, antenna, antenna, antenna.
and turn a tree and turn a tree do you know what you mean to me Magic and mystical things Which I love I always love I always love I always love It just might seem 
quite strange, quite deranged, slightly out of range. There's no danger here, only interesting things. Things you might like, things you just might love, things I might make you float above. Float above and beyond. Float above, float above and beyond, 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 above and beyond. Welcome to Forest of Bewilderment. Welcome to the center of your mind. Welcome to the core of your soul. For within the darkness, deep within the darkness, ye shall find the fire burning right at the core of it all.
It's like a blue, then it goes dark purple. It's like amazing the way this stuff is lit up. Like we're living within a time frame that is unique to this moment. It's so incredible. So I was thinking about, so I was thinking about this almost like a synthesizer kind of like uh, sound, and it would be like this. It would be something like this, <clears throat> something like this. this like haunting sort of like synthesizer and just this like mysteriousness oh yeah but I was just imagining it would be like this mysteriousness mm-hmm. just like this mystery like what could be going on in the pool what could be going on in the vending machine could you imagine that a thing that I just take look at look at what's going on over there all kinds of interesting things that could all be happening just within mo- one moment imagine what kind of crazy little diet quiet dialogues and what things people are buying in there. Then someone enters through that door from the pool. It's interesting what can be done. So I was just imagining this moment, this sort of like haunting, exciting, suspenseful moment. But the way that the lights are, the glow is Good night, Stony Shores. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Polly Shores on his way to his room. I'm looking at a place called Lantern Cafe. I met a guy in line at Del Taco with these guys. Standing in line, and the guy's there with his girlfriend. And I start, and I hand him a card, and I tell him, "Well, we're going to be playing in, at Alex's bar, 29th." Oh, there is a scene happening in the pool. I came around the corner, now I see a whole new scene happening in the pool. Right? We're standing over there on that perspective. Oh my God, I'm living in a real life symbolic representation. Holy shit! Whoa, dude! I just felt my head click over. I felt, I just felt my head click over. Whoa, I may, ha- I may have successfully, whoa, I may have successfully passed over into a parallel universe version of myself. Whoa, this is the, mo- I think I'm experiencing the moment in time. I think I'm experiencing the moment in time where I realize, I think I'm experiencing in the moment in time that I realize I'm, I'm living in the, uh, I'm actually living truly in that parallel 
world. I truly am doing that at this moment in time. It's happening. I'm feeling that click over from that, uh, oh, shit, I got the uh, car keys. Is that okay? That's fine, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Hey, social responsibility over here, right? It's like I got these car keys over here. That's nice. That's very nice, David. That's wonderful advice. That, that is some startling advice. Thank you. Thank you, David, for that startling advice. I needed a good wake-up call, David, so thank you for that startling advice. I really, I really do appreciate it, David. Save it. Save it. I really do appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I've successfully passed over into the parallel world. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good, good. We had a vision quest out in the... Uh, Talking with Christian. Dude, I saw that. It's, well, it's so crazy. I no, I well, this was what's so crazy was I was pretending this was like a movie that was going on, and I was talking with Paulie Shores. He says, "Okay, uh, you know." I tell him, you know, it's so interesting. Look out at this. Looks like one moment in time you could do a total movie right now just from this balcony. Like, okay, what's going on in the vending machine? Is someone in the pool? Because where from where I was at, I couldn't see anyone in the pool. But I saw people in the in the van. I'm like, ooh, what's going on over by the van? And I was just thinking about all this different stuff. Of like how cool that would be to have a movie just, just right in that area. And all of a sudden, I start walking over to here. And as I'm walking along, my perspective changes, and I come around the corner, and there are two people in the pool. So it was like I felt like I manifested that reality. It was so crazy. Dude, it was nuts, man. Dude, it was nuts. So, yeah, I think I've successfully passed over into that parallel universe, and it was just so intriguing when that moment happened. Um, wow, 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 wow. So... I learned some good information about uh, where to shoot some neat scenes through their hiking adventures. Hey, do you know of good places to shoot? Because um, you know a lot about, well, Christian was just talking about how he's really good at math, and or not math, uh, maps, uh, geography and whatnot. And Polly's really good at like hiking and knowing the lay of the land. What's interesting is you have your own version of knowing about the land is from from the the you know it's the selling the houses aspect. Oh, yeah. So what locations do you know about that? Because um, I've got some scenes in mind for some stuff, yeah. and uh, I was asking those guys too. What areas do you know of that are, that would be good where you could shoot just simply with iPhones? Simple scenes where you're not going to get uh, bothered by anybody. You mean out in nature? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, just like out in nature, out in, like, let's say, for instance, uh, I'd like to shoot at Griffith Park on that merry-go-round. You uh -huh. know, scenes on there, for instance. Um, various, you know, various yeah. areas. What, 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 which Gosh. ones do you know about? Gosh, I don't, I mean, I'm not really exactly sure what you're looking for. Are you looking do you know of any abandoned houses that people could still go in? Oh, God. That would be cool. Um... Oh yeah, secret passages. Any anywhere, any of those kinds of things. Tunnels. 
Tall staircases? Not, not anything. Caves? No, no caves. Uh, not anything that you could actually... Watchtowers? Get to. No. Rocky terrain? <laughs> Waterfalls? <laughs> well, there are some places over in... Uh, uh, Santa, you know, where does the Santa Anita racetrack? Arcadia. Supposedly, there's a hike. There's a hiking trail in Arcadia that has a uh, a cave, and it has a waterfall, and it has everything right. But there's probably hundreds of people hiking there, so you you wouldn't be able to really. You'd have to figure out a perfect time to get there and know that no one else is coming. There's that, I, and I and I'd have to ask my friend um, Amy. That not Chaz's Amy. Do you know anyone who has a a, a a private airplane who likes to fly around in it and loves to have passengers? <laughs> Not for free. I'd like to shoot something. Up. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to just be like, oh, yeah, I want to take a passenger with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going up here in the plane. Well, you know, fuel costs yep. a lot of money. Uh, plane fuel. People on boats. boats. I do not know anyone that owns a freaking boat either, if you can believe that. Anyone with who owns a, an extended period of land. Mm. Well, there's plenty of places like up in Kegel Canyon that you could go to. You ever been up there? No. What's up there that might be interesting? Well, you're at the base of... You know, a huge uh, mountain range and forest up there. There's nobody up there, and there might be like some old abandoned properties up in those hills um, that you would find. You know, obviously you'd have to find a way to get up there, drive around, and look. But yeah, it's really, it's really uh, compacted as well. Do you know of any sort of medieval-looking areas? Medieval times. The, the restaurant. You ever been to the, the uh, yeah. yeah, eat it with your hands. Yeah. Who was it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they come in about medieval times to someone at uh, at the apartment. They were like, can I please have silverware? And I said, oh, I served it to you medieval times style. I, I, I thought you were just, I just assumed you are going to eat it with your hands. More on this later. Yeah, hi, Kurt. Uh, I was listening to your previous podcast entitled Tipping Hourglass. Uh, my name is Corey, and I host a podcast about Star Wars. Hmm. If you're going to be talking about Star Wars on your podcast, you should at least know how to Google facts. Uh, Mr. Han Solo uh, was in a swoop bike race with Dengar uh, in a swamp on Karelia back in the day when Dengar was a swoop bike racer and uh, Han Solo caused him to crash. The Empire then took his body and recreated him into an Imperial assassin and that's why he has all those bandages. So yeah, uh-huh. There was definitely something personal between Dengar and Mr. Han Solo. Know your facts, man. What you just heard there was a little piece from uh, during our Batten Down the Hatches tour. I think that's the last piece of audio that I have to offer. That was five, almost five hours of audio that have been spread out over the course of maybe four or five podcasts and little bits and pieces, little giblets here and there. A lot of them were scattered throughout the Kapow stuff, which, by the way, I still have coming up the awards ceremony, which I'll, I'll split, split up. We also got a wonderful um, 
more more great music coming up by uh, extraordinary musicians. More great synchronicities. More uh, 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 interviews with Uber drivers. So I came across this. I was talking with uh, some of the folks who helped organize the Bloody Bobby event that we had recently. And we're talking about fun, fun promotional things. And one of the guys mentioned, I don't know if it came in the magazine or what, but it's called Mad Disco. There are six songs on this album. These are the names of the songs. Disco Suicide. Sorry, no words. This time, this night, barely alive. Disco Clap. And It's a Gas. Starring Alfred E. Newman. On the cover is Alfred E. Newman wearing the John Travolta outfit. And I thought, okay. Now, this is something you're hearing here first, folks, because I, I can't find it anywhere on the Internet. So I know that within the next, well, whenever you hear this, I, right now it's it's November thirteenth, two 2018, 6.25 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles, California. So I know that if 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 I see this emerge any time, you know that you heard it here first. And what it is is this. Never been done before. A mad disco tribute band. All of the members wear masks, like prosthetic faces, that look just like Alfred E. Newman. And I'm thinking they got pompadours like John Travolta. So they all look like just like Alfred E. Newman. But it's those really cool kind of masks where they could still move their mouth and stuff. And they all got the, uh, the, the uh, John Travolta disco suits on. So all they got is those six songs. That's it. That's all it is. And it's just really dynamic. It's six songs, real fast, quick, bam, on the stage, bam, off it, off it goes. I think it would be a great uh, compendium to, <laughs> to Yachtly Crew. And I'm thinking the band could be called Barely Alive. You just name it, name it right after the, uh, you know, just like uh, Duran Duran did, Rio, Rio did with, uh, for the Duran Duran tribute. We got, uh, Barely Alive, Mad Disco tribute band. Now, in other news, uh, some of you know that, uh, recently what happened, there's a, a place called Borderline, and there were, there were a number of people that were killed there. Uh, this person was a Vietnam vet, uh, not a Vietnam vet, a veteran. I've been thinking a lot about uh, Vietnam veterans lately, but this guy was a veteran. And uh, his suicide note just basically said, you know, everybody's going to be analyzing why I did this, what were my reasons. And there just really was no reason, basically. I was tired with, you know, I thought life is short, so why why not? 
And so that, that was his excuse. Apparently he was texting throughout the whole time. Um, now, Yachtly Crew has played at this place, Borderline, on many occasions. Ironically, and what's strange is we were supposed to play there uh, this, you know, this upcoming week. And let's see, what is this? Let me see here. Let's see if I could find this. Yeah, we were supposed to play there this upcoming week. I think they probably took it off the website at this point. So we canceled it. We canceled the show. But we were supposed to play there. And what happened was, on the news, they would put Borderline's website. Like, for some reason, they, they screenshotted it. And they put it up on, on the news. And... Yeah, it's gone now. No, yeah, it's gone now. Uh, for some reason, Yachtly Crew's picture was up there on the screen. Because I think they always feature like whatever new band is going to be playing there. So they had Yachtly Crew up there on the screen, on the news. What a strange association. So we're going to do a, a benefit show at a place called Arena. More details on that to come. Um... They're going to donate a lot of the proceeds from the show to the families of Borderline. So here's something my friend Suze Rax on Instagram wrote. I thought this was really interesting. This is something on her Instagram. This is really cool. It's important to spend your time on the World Wide Web arguing your political stance, belittling people, correcting people, and getting the last word. It's important to feel superior to others. Life is too short to be courteous and respectful. Argue with drivers as much as possible when you're on the road. Who do they think they are? Cut people in line. Drop your trash in the ground. Someone else will get it. Be demanding to your servers. It's their job to take it from you. Look down your nose at your co-workers. Who do they think they are? If you're in management, talk down to your staff. After all, they are below you, right? If someone isn't the same color as you or has different beliefs, or heaven forbid, they may be gay, pride yourself in knowing they aren't as important as you. Life is short. And last night, 12 innocent people died in a bar dancing. So live your life to the fullest. Whoa. Isn't that interesting? Very poignant. Very, very poignant. Wow. So, there, there it is, folks. In addition to that, We've got all these forest fires out here. All these forest fires. Blazing all over. Thousand Oaks. I think it was blazing out there. Uh, Malibu. Uh, Jeez. All over the place. All these fires. I hope you're, if you're listening to this, you're safe. And all of your animals are taken care of. 
and you have good people to hang out with. Wowzers. I invite any of you to just take a good listen to that to that new white album. Oh my god. For those of you who have iTunes um subscription things, you can listen to the album. It's like five hours worth of material. Tons of little nuggets. You hear them laughing in there, joking, all these alternate uh, versions of songs that, that we all know and love. It's great. It is great. It is a perfect encapsulation of the process of art, the creation process. Wow. This is um, one of the themes, of course, we explore here on Inspirato Projecto is the idea of creation, creation, the process of creation. Everything just doesn't just come out perfectly all the time, um, the first time around. And, well, next question is, what is perfect? So you set out with that intention, and, uh, you know, I guess it's a, it's, a, it's a thing of seeing how close that matches up with your with your original intention, and then also embracing extra things that are that are added onto it. This was a quote that I read. Um, this is, the, the, these are a couple of the quotes that um, that I read concerning the uh, the White Album. So happiness is a warm gun. There's conversations you hear after a number of takes where John says to George, "It's getting better, but it's but it's not getting easier." Or it's not getting any more fun. And George goes, But it's getting better, and it's getting more fun. Blackbird. You hear Paul working out the way he's going to sing it, and that's the beauty of this. We live in a world where everything has to be perfect, and you forget that great music is made mainly by people, and by voices, and by instruments in a room. And by listening to this material, this body of material, you realize it's actually simple, if you're very good, to make a very good record. It's just that sadly many of us are... Not many of us are very good. Now, that that little part. I think we all are really good, very good, at our particular chosen uh, visions. I think the closer we, you know, the more we give up to it, the more pure it's going to be. Um, the way that these Beatles are working this stuff out, it's phenomenal. Now, this is the other thing. I don't know if I brought this up to you or not. Something else that just came to mind. Um, my Me Clown Associates brought to my attention, apparently Mad Magazine, I, I, I don't remember this, or maybe I do remember it, but I don't know, I don't know. Uh, Mad Magazine gave out in their magazine free records free records of, 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 uh, it kind of reminds me of National Lampoon Radio Hour. I'm curious how much they were inspired by those guys and how much those guys were inspired by them. Art reflecting life, reflecting art type of thing. National Lampoon inspired by Mad making their, doing their craziness. All of a sudden Mad hears that, I bet, and goes, hmm. So I think they put out like three or four records on these, what they call flexi discs. They're these plastic discs, uh, that they, they would print it on there and then they'd stick it right there in the magazine. You could play play it on your record. 
And uh, one of them was a whole disco. Oh, I told you guys about this, right? The disco idea. Mad Disco, a whole tribute band. Well, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of these records now um, that I recognized on here. There's one called Rock and Roll. Let's see. Uh, rock and Roll Mad. Let's go like that. What's it called? Mad Twists Rock and Roll. Now, these are some of the favorite songs that you will find on Mad Twist Rock and Roll. She Got a Nose Job, Blind Date, Agnes the Teenage Spy, the Teenage Russian Spy, The Pretzel, I'll Always Remember Being Young, When My Pimples Turned to Dimples, <laughs> She's a Serious Teenager in Love, My Johnny's Hubcap, Boys' Bathroom Wall, Let's Do the Fink, Her Mustache, Don't Put Onions on Your Hamburger, <laughs> Loving a Siamese Twin, She Lets Me Watch Her Mom and Pop Fight, When the Braces on Our Teeth Lock, Contact Lenses, the Neighborhood Draft Board, and the Mad Magazine Mystery Record. The Mad Magazine Mystery Record, I think, was its own thing. Uh, and it had... Uh, it had a number um, of endings. So the song would, would... would be, you know, talk about this wonderful... Um, oh, I'm finding here something here. Mad Magazine mini records. So these apparently are all the little. Oh man, how beautiful is that? That these guys would do this. Meet the staff of Mad. This is just incredible. Isn't this crazy to see that this this is something these guys were doing back then? I mean, revolutionary. Revolutionary. 
Mad Magazine. Wow. Uh, and many of you have heard me talk about how, uh, so they've li- moved out here to Burbank many, 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 many moons ago. When I was in New York, out there in New York, hoofing it. My pal, Dave Uchansky, walking up, down Manhattan, taking a subway, buying a day pass, zipping along, zippity-doo, zippity-a, finding our ways through the undergrounds of New York City, finding ourselves above ground in New York City. Staying in a hotel down there in Hill's Kitchen. Singing music at piano bars. Visiting the original Barnes & Noble bookstore. Looking for the factory where Andy Warhol used to hang out. Investigating Mark Twain's house. And of course, making the very important stop at Mad Magazine headquarters in New York, right across the street from the David Letterman late-night show building on Broadway Avenue. So we, we, we went up to uh, Mad Magazine offices, and they gave us a tour around. They showed us their memorabilia. Memo we, we saw... Uh, we ended up learning that the artists do not work there. Actually, the artists work from home. They send the stuff in, and all their editors put the stuff together and put it out in the magazine. About 12 people on computers doing various things. They gave us some uh, free Christmas ornaments from their recent Mad Magazine Christmas party. Uh, We got a chance to see some interesting things in the cabinets. They had masks statues, all kinds of cool stuff. So I'm curious ever if after ever since moving out here to Burbank, the near uh to Los Angeles to this town Burbank, if uh if they would let me uh, have another tour. I definitely want to get them on there. I definitely want to interview these guys. Get them into the K Chung Studios really ideally. That would be that would be that would be magnificent. And who knows? Perhaps I can get them to be a, a part of Kapow in some way. Perhaps uh, I can work with them. Maybe I can work for Mad Magazine. Let's see if they're hiring. That'd be cool. Wow. How fun, right? Mad Magazine.
purpose of this recording is to introduce you to the staff of Mad Magazine, so you can hear how each of them sounds in real life. First, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Albert B. Feldstein, and I am the editor of Mad. It's my job. My name is Albert B. Feldstein, and I am the editor of Mad. It's my job to... I am the editor of Mad, and it's my job... so funny about that? Here's the publisher, William Gaines. Wow! 